when you ask this into into the ethereal space of our listener, every person who heard that question said, Chris, come on, Tommy boy. Without a doubt, there's not a single person out there that said Bill, Billy Madison. And if, if they did say it, it's because they're Al-Qaeda. Oh. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the Freedom Cats Book Club Podcast. I am your host, Chris Plack. With me, as always, Stephen King, Jody Claypool, our man in the chair, producer Brian. We are the Freedom Cats. Meow. I say it's a very special episode because we decided that, you know, as we were watching Tommy Boy, we, thought, we, we, we talked about another movie that came out just a month prior that that shares a lot of DNA with Tommy Boy. Not in the way Jody usually talks about leaving DNA and sharing <laughs> DNA. Another way, totally, that movie is Billy Madison. Released February 10th, 1995. It is a movie that, although not born from the same creator, they definitely shared a nursery together. A lot of similarities with these movies. And so we want to talk about Billy Madison, both as itself, but also as a comparison piece to our last selection, Tommy Boy. Stefan, what is your personal history with the movie Billy Madison? My personal history... Uh, I didn't see it at the theaters. I saw it first on video, like shame me if you want, but, um, it was something I rented. I want. I, I want to say, yeah, I mean, you're going to anyway, like, oh, you saw the second, the remake first. So you're a, you're a, not a cool guy. Yeah. That's about I, it. I, I, I yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. Some guys, call it, some call it me. negativity. Others yeah. call it facts. I mean, if you're going to throw such an obvious example out there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, so that was probably uh, my history with it. And then saw it once, bought the DVD, and it's like one of those rewatch movies. I've got a few of those in my life. This one, uh, The Tommy Boy, but more recent, you know, Step Brothers is, is probably one of my favorites more recently. Um, but it's, it's one of those that I put on in the background. Like, if I'm doing work on a computer or whatever, I'm going to throw it on in the background and, and laugh in between uh, keystrokes. So, Jody, what's yeah. your personal history with Billy Madison? So, I think, and you've used this terminology before, Chris, I think Adam Sandler should have stayed in this lane. He, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, that is the sweet spot for Adam Sandler. So... I like this movie. Uh, obviously, anybody who's come into the conversation, um, like me, who's who's got the same tastes as I do, um, is gonna. We're gonna really we're gonna be the target demographic for this movie. We're gonna appreciate the slapstick, crude humor, and uh, the quotability, and you know it's got Farley in it. So you weren't a fan of Click. <laughs> Clips, I love that Spanglish, yeah you know i mean whatever it's it, you know if you've got nothing else to watch and it, it comes on why not no, click I'd... yeah yeah but it's got walking in it so you know you got to like the movie wow no. now we get the walking imp- yeah. yeah yeah you just had that in your back pocket this whole time and you just were just holding on to it 
that's something else. Jody with the walk-in. Yeah, right. Um, my history with it, well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, me, I, the, 95, this is, uh, for, this is, I'm 15, 16 in 95, making that transition. Um, saw this movie. Don't think I saw this in the theater. Definitely saw Tommy Boy in the theater. Don't think I saw Billy Madison in the theater. Um, this is not my favorite sand, sand. This is, this is not my favorite Adam Sandler. I'm just going to say it right now. Not you want him in this lane. Wasn't my favorite Sandler. Like I remember before watching the movie hit his first comedy album came out like right before this. Oh, yeah. and Lunch Lady Land. Lunch and, Lady yeah, Land. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, the idiot monster. Uh, yeah. Whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I didn't quite love it. Have gone back realizing my mistake early on. And I'm more of a happy Gilmore guy. I think he perfected what he was trying to do. Billy Madison walked so happy Gilmore could run. I mean, he perfected what he was trying to do. I mean, I think happy Gilmore is the perfect Billy is the perfect Adam Sandler text. That is the, I mean, that's peak, that's peak Sandler for me is happy Gilmore, but Billy Madison, again, part of that Holy Trinity, sorry, Brian of movies that came out within 90 days of each other. Dumb and Dumber, Billy Madison, Tommy Boyd. Maybe the greatest three months in comedy ever. It was ever. a great time to be alive. This is true. Everything was clicking. The universe was going well. Everybody was happy. Gilmore. And so it was one of these eras that I argue created the best generation. Again, I'm going to oh, double down, go double down yeah. on the best generation. Here we go again. Here we are. Um, Lock the doors. They're coming with their canes and walkers. Right, the, the thing is, they don't even know. That's the best part. No, about you can't. Could, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the best about talking about the elderly on a podcast. They'll never know. <laughs> They'll never know. I'm too busy arguing with Alexa. Um, I do that. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yelling at Siri. She's got it. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. That's There's this woman in my phone that keeps arguing with me. Um, So... Stefan, for those that don't know, please explain to them, what is Billy Madison about? Billy Madison? Uh, Billy Madison, uh, I'll, I'll just uh, wing it a little bit. Billy Madison is a, a party animal, loser son of a well-off A father. poop, if yes. you will. And uh, apparently never finished school. I think even elementary school, right? If I remember right. So he had to go back. Didn't graduate high school. High school. Okay. So he had to, but he had to go back and do the entire uh, years of school from uh, like kindergarten on up. Yeah. Well, you tell us. Pat. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, again, very quotable. And, so his, uh, uh, he is lined up to inherit the company. Mm -hmm. Again, there's another guy, much like Tommy boy. Uh, there's a, dedicated employee who's been with the company quite some time who gets overstepped by the nimkinpoop son i'm talking about Bradley, my man bradley whitford and an ultimate villain comedy villain role yeah 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 so my guy's working hard at the company some nimkinpoop son comes along and they come up with they devise this plan he has to finish school in order to take over the, what is the Madison company? I don't remember. I do not recall either what they Hotels. did. Yeah. Madison hotels. Okay. Thank you, Brian. Baddest producer in the land. Brian love. He's our guy in the chair. 
Yeah. So give us just, let's start from the beginning. Let's start with the description of the movie. Okay. And then I'll set the foundation for this conversation. That's what we're, I thought that's what we were doing. I'm, I'm just, I just woke up. I, I blacked out for a little while. So <laughs> we, I was actually, we, we don't know, have it on paper. Yes. Right. You're coming to me with weeks. all this advanced technology and I, I have the cast up on my phone and I started looking at Bridget Wilson and I just, there you go. There, 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 there it is. So as we said, Billy Madison living at home, then can poop the, the best parts of his day or nudie magazine day. Um, he sits by the pool, imagining penguins, um, and suddenly he realizes that he's going to lose it all. And his father comes to him with a plan. Son, if you can complete school, I'll give you the company. And again, and this is, this is, this is a true statement. Perfectly parallels my life. Is that right? How so? Because being in your pants is the coolest. Yeah, yeah. It's being by the pool, seeing penguins. Dad's a hotel magnate. All of it. Just, it all resonates so close yeah. to you with your... with your. Um, As with most people, I would think. Freedom Cats is brought to you by JC Innovations. We provide engineering services for medical device development and defense. It's also brought to you by Tippy River Adventures. Want to get on the Tippy River and enjoy the water with your friends and family? Come out, check us out, have some fun. No, it's a very, I mean, it's a, it's a story that all of us can relate to in some way. I mean, it really, t- it really <laughs> hits the core of the American <laughs> yeah. experience. You come out of the gate just relating. To I just relate to, I mean, I, mean yeah. I remember openly weeping in the theater, like, this yeah. is my life. Yeah. It was surreal. It was a surreal experience. Um, so I, I say that this movie is, it's similar in a lot. And I watched this back to back with Tommy Boy when we decided we were going to do, um, Tommy Boy, I was like, I want to watch Billy Madison too. Struck by the similarities between these two movies. Oh, absolutely. Struck by the similarities. Seems maybe kind of obvious that Sandler and Farley maybe shared an office space or something at SNL when they were putting these scripts together or these ideas together. Idiot son wants to stay, wants to keep the company alive, gets into a interesting, wacky experience only to in the end grow as a person and um, end up with someone who really not sure what's going on in their life, that this seemed like a viable dating option for them. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, very similar, very similar movies. Do you put one above the other or are these on equal terms? Come on. Tommy no, Tommy Boy, Boy is way better. Yeah. Tommy Boy better than Billy. Like you say that like without question. Yeah. When you, when you ask this, into into the ethereal space of our listener. Every person who heard that question said, Chris, come on, Tommy boy. Without a doubt, there's not a single person out there that said Bill, Billy Madison. And if, if they did say it, it's because they're Al-Qaeda. <laughs> oh, just throwing that one out there. All right. We are, um, yeah, uh, Freedom Cats podcast, uh, huge in the caliphate, huge in the caliphate. Um, where where uh, our numbers out there are surprisingly, yeah. Um, okay. Jeez, OP. Adam Sandler. Okay, let me let me let me tell you how I look at this. Please, please. okay. So are you about to tell us what this movie's really about? <laughs> no, no, no. I will get to that. Okay, I will get to that. But I'm not going to d- dive into the Matrix thing quite yet. 
when I when I see the timing of these two, I immediately think of, and you guys will relate to this at the time because you were both in high school, right? It's like being in English class with two class clowns, and you're supposed to choose separate books that you're supposed to report on, but they both choose the same book, and you want to see how both of them choose to present it to the class because it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I nailed uh, yeah, it. You no, did. Yeah, you did. Or it does have, it also has, a, to continue with that, it also has a, a little bit of a, hey, man, I didn't do, I didn't do the assignment. Did you? Yeah. Let me Let see. me copy it Let me right copy. before class, yes. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, fine. But don't make it, change some stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'm going like, to bring in Bridget Wilson. Who, who are you bringing? And no, if you can use Bridget, I can't use Bridget. Right. Yeah. No, we'll do Bo Derek instead. Um, more, oh, oh, Okay. <laughs> Real quick, more believable, more believable romantic pairing, the lady and Tommy Boy and Chris Farley, or Billy Madison and oh come on yeah, yeah, I'm going with now I'm going with Tommy Boy. I think that's more believable. Yeah, that's me too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Tommy Boy. Yeah, that's a more believable pairing. Yeah, absolutely. Why? She's hot, but she's not like, you know, she's not Bridget Wilson hot on Jody's scale of hotness. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stop right there. That's, I mean, that's where, <laughs> that's, I can already feel myself shouting up from an eight-foot hole, so I'm just going to stop right there and say, I, I just think on the scale of, of you know, it's that scale everybody knows, like the, how hot's the guy versus how hot's the girl, and can they bridge that gap? Tommy Boy being super rich, being well-known in Sandusky, it's relatable that he would be able to date her. Adam Sandler? No. I think I successfully dug myself deeper. No, I think he's... I, I, <laughs> uh, strong. I, yeah, no, strong. Yeah, the logic's there. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Tommy Boy has that, like, funny guy thing, because we all know peop- women like funny guys. Uh, but at the same time, he's also got that, like, kind of air of responsibility. Billy Madison is just the entire movie until the very last moment is, like... All right, I'm gonna screw up, and uh, I know sometimes the ladies like that too. But I think that pairing with Tommy Boy is is a better pairing. So you're going with the ladies love a project approach, like they see the dumpster oh, that, fire and they're I like, mean, "I mean, that that'd be Billy Madison, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he's the project. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are there are there are there ethical issues that she ended up hooking up with a student? Oh, absolutely. Now, now we think of it. Now, granted, she's an element. She's like third grade teacher. Yes. Third grade teacher. He's a grown man. So it's not like a consent issue, but there is an ethical, I think, professionally speaking, she slept with a student. I mean, there's a problem here. Well, at the time when I was 15, I was like, this is awesome. But now as a parent, I'm like, ooh, this is messed up. As a as a parent of like a grown man having to go back to elementary school, is that where, where you connect? No, no, no. As it? a parent of a student, ah, yes. But, but they don't hook up until after he graduates her class. He's in every grade for two weeks. Okay, so he made it to middle school. So then you're you're like game on. <laughs> hey, at that point, interesting take. I mean, not. I mean, I'm just saying again, not a consent issue. She's not a criminal by any means. I just there's. A, I think that there's a professional ethics issue at play here. Is this is the timing of this supposed to align with the Kataji Brown being nominated as a Supreme Court justice thing? Is that what you're teasing out? <laughs> How are those two things related? <laughs> you didn't hear about this whole like her giving lighter sentencing for like 
pedophiles? No, I mean, I kind of did, but I think I established uh, that he is a grown man. No, I know, but there I are just, two consenting I'm adults. I'm just wondering how we're tying this. This I'm just. I, I, no, it's it's totally an ethics thing. At this I point. think that, I'm just saying. I think there's an ethical quandary here that technically she slept with a student. Yeah, no, I think that's that's fair. That's a fair argument. Yeah, I mean, even if it was a fifth grader. So I guess my question then is like, okay, if you're gonna put, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna roll the dice on the old career, yeah, right, is. Billy Madison, the the particular basket you're putting your eggs in. Yeah, see, this is where reality dissolved, and I couldn't relate to the film. Is this that part where like this I is, took this was the line? I was like, this yep, was the line. Yeah, everything else you were like you were in on, like absolutely. I guess, yeah, I, I could totally relate all the way up to the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stephen, question for you, as yes, parent, sir. as a parent, um, you get a letter in the mail or an email, or if you're in our local school district, you got an email, a text, a uh, message. I mean, you. Yeah. Like, Seven layers just of saying, information. Hey, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Just saying, hey, Stefan, real quick, just want to shoot you a quick note. Um, yes, there'll be a 27-year-old man in your child's kindergarten class for the next two weeks. Call if you have any questions. <laughs> As a parent, are you going to the next school board meeting? Are you like, are, are, what's your reaction? You get the letter that young Billy Madison's going to be in your kindergartner's class for the next two weeks. I'm I'm that parent that responds to the text and just WTF. Like, <laughs> I need more what information. What is going on with the parents of this community? So they kind of crafted the community as like, it's really just 12 parents and they all know each other and they all grew up with each other and they all know Billy Madison. So it, it seems like the storyline is written that none of the parents who would write the W2F. It's like, if you heard that Stefan was going to be in your kid's class and everybody knew, everybody knew Stefan at that level. And Stefan was, you know, this nimcompoop son of a hotel magnate. And his goal is to get his, high school GD and that story is just kind of already out in the community. So it's kind of like they crafted the narrative to protect the character and the whole weird. Well, it's old like grown man in a, a little kid's classroom. Everyone in the movie barring the comedic villain is rooting for this dude. Like, I don't see that. That's not real world. Like you have this uh, yo-yo. It happened in Tommy Boy. That was my whole problem with Tommy Boy. Every the one guy in Tommy Boy is like, "Hey guys, listen, I'm just going to say this right now. Stock price is high. Old old man Callahan had us buried in all this debt. Maybe we sell the company instead of giving old Tommy Jr. here the reins." And everyone's like, "Who's this jerk?" See, Chris, that, but the reason why you say that is cuz you haven't lived it. Coming from somebody who's lived it, <laughs> who's it's lived not the that break bad life. Right. Well, no, I, I, Tommy was the like, the last ditch, ditch option yeah, at right. that point. Like, okay, well, we're so, gonna put our eggs in this basket and hope he finds his. I think ass it's last. With both by hands. the way, I think it's last ditch because my man Richard probably had like twenty strategic plans. You know, Richard gave old man Callahan like, hey, oh, yeah, I got this proposal about how we can integrate our systems better. To, and yeah, Tommy will take care of it. What is going on with Madison Hotels that this is the plan they came up with? I mean, Bradley there Whitford. That's the real question. Bradley Whitford, kind of a sleazy, not a good guy, good comedy villain in this movie. Yeah. I'm putting him, I'm giving him a shot before I go to Billy 
before I come up with the, hey, let's put Billy in third grade for two weeks. What's going on with Madison Hotels? Yeah, this is the Batman narrative, right? So Bruce Wayne goes off into the hills to learn ninjutsu skills. Well, Billy Madison's over at the pool, right? The ownership is transferred over in Batman to whatever the guy's name is. With the and box. he's so then he goes off to third grade to learn the color in the lines. That's right. Yeah, so same Billy, same as Batman. Same, same exact yes. line as Batman. So Billy Madison is Batman. That's right. He's coming back to re- you know what? I'm okay. Hold on. Now, <laughs> all right. Now I'm back on. You no. see the storyline. It's almost the exact same storyline. It's very similar. Yeah. Oh, it's that hero trope. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the whole what Billy Madison's hero's journey. What people don't know is when Batman went up into the hills to learn ninjutsu, school of kids. He was in a school of kids. Bat- Two weeks in every belt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, you, the white, white belt. I'm surprised you didn't know that. <laughs> um, Sandler. This begins one of the great stories movie I mean this guy goes on a tear after this um so Billy Madison this is the first of all he's on so he's on SNL from 90 to 95 um not really not tear didn't tear the world up at SNL really the big thing he did the weekend update stuff that was really big um comes out of SNL in 95 does Millie Billy Madison the next year is Happy Gilmore could you could you argue like his entire comedic career kicked off with him doing that that little voice that everybody knows him for? The, sure. And his guitar playing satirical songwriting. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he built his entire empire off of the silly voice and satirical songwriting. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree. I would not disagree. Platform to catapult from ninety six. He does Happy Gilmore. And bulletproof. Now, again, bulletproof. Say the word. We will do the bulletproof pod. We can stay right after this one and do the bulletproof pod. Love bulletproof. Uh, Ninety-eight wedding singer, water boy, oh, there, now there big you daddy, go. and we're off to the races. Wedding singer, wedding singer. He's real at that point. So okay, I need to change my previous <coughs> statement. So the Happy Gilmore. The Billy Madison, I agree with you 100%. It was the him limbering up to do Happy Gilmore. And he really just knocked it out of the park with Happy Gilmore. That that Between those two, Happy Gilmore is definitely the superior film. And I think he's really perfected the whole protagonist-antagonist mm-hmm. dynamic there. Really? Right? Yeah. But then his transition to the romantic comedy thing with Wedding Singer was... Just it was beautiful. That was art. That that is a that was a fantastic film. Yeah. So I don't necess- I don't want him to stay in that lane. I want him to be in the Happy Gilmore and Wedding Singer lane. Mm-hmm. I think I I don't know that he's really. I mean I think even if you watch the Netflix movies, which aren't as good. I mean they're just. But at this point, my man's cash and checks. He's at oh, that. Yeah. He's at that. He's at that stage where he's like, you know what? Um, I want to go to Spain for nine months. Yeah, right. With my friends. Right, right. And Netflix is going to write a check, and we'll do we'll put something together while we're mm-hmm, out there. Mm-hmm. But again, I think I think he does stay in that lane. I mean, he's tried some stuff over the years, uh, things like Spanglish, Funny People, the the dramatic uh, Uncut Gems. That movie slaps. Uncut Gems is so good. Never watched it. It is very good. Yeah. Got to be on the list. Then I'm going to go see it. So good, Brian. Did you see Uncut Gems? Yes. Yeah. 
is he's out in the woods? No, he's a uh, he's a jeweler, and he gets this really important opal, um, and like yeah, wackos, yeah, yeah. You you dig it? It's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, I would say that two thousand four kind of became that uh, brought in the era of hit and misses for him. I mean, 51st Dates was 2004. Mm-hmm. And then he went into Longest Yard. And then we just we mentioned about Click on the last one. Um, went to the parent uh, comedy uh, genre with, with Click and Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2. Um, the, everybody's favorite Adam Sandler movie to hate came in that window as well. Jack and Jill. I don't... Okay, I'm looking at Jack and Jill, and I... Did I out of trauma repress the memory? Repress. I don't. What's what, what's Jack and Jill? Jack and Jill. He plays both uh, his character and his sister's. Character. Oh, he plays both Jack and Jill. Jack Stepping and Jill. The Flex. Eddie Murphy type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the uh, fatties. Yeah, Jack Black from Tropic yeah. Thunder. Yeah, yeah. That's. Um, so really, what happened? What I see happening is. Um, Sandler had kids and it ruined his career. I think that's where I see you. What I'm hearing you say. Yeah. Yeah. Had kids and ruined his career. Kind of like Ice Cube. Boy, didn't it though? Yeah. I mean, he went from cool dude. You were the baddest dude in the land. Rolling six, four. Yeah. yeah, To like building the house. You did like, you did no Vaseline. Greatest diss track of all time. Yeah. Check it out. Check my work. I'll tell you. He did no Vaseline. And then, uh, is this a pimp juice moment? Is this what we're talking about? Bro. Ah, man. You keep testing me on this pimp juice thing. <laughs> it's still available. I, 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 it I, is. I have it I, I've actually reached out to the brewery that distributes it within the United States here. It's actually produced in Germany. Yeah. Wow. So wait till uh, wait. Based yeah. out of St. Louis. In two we weeks, will, in two we weeks will you'll be, have some two weeks you'll have some pimp juice available at all hopular locations. That's we what will be right on now. camera drinking pimp juice I all a, around. I did a three day fast last week and towards the end of that I wanted to get a mouthful of booty sweat. I'm just saying. Don't take that out of context. It's actually from a movie. I, I'm not just Okay. Freedom Cats is brought to you by 24-7 Cars. Are you looking for an affordable vehicle that you'll love? Then come see us at 24-7 Cars. With two locations to serve you in Laurel and Bluffton, you'll find what you're looking for at 24-7 Cars. You dip in your busting nut in uh, the booty sweat? Yeah, yeah. full of busting nut. <laughs> <laughs> but be sure to tune in. Be sure to tune in to our, uh, you can find our Tropic Thunder episode for all this makes sense um Stefan, do you have a favorite scene in this movie oh oh it's, it's got to be the pee pants scene where the kid pees his pants and he he kind of plays the the big brother in it and you know pees his pants too and says, peeing your pants is the coolest and then the old lady if peeing your pants is cool i'm miles davis yes absolutely Jody, favorite scenes? His interaction with Chris Farley as he was trying to learn the content. And he goes, that is correct. <clears throat> Farley making a, a like. Strong, mm-hmm. strong entrance. So he does this cameo. Like, Tommy Boy hadn't happened yet. Like, I mean, he's just on the, co- I mean, it's just about to blow up for that guy. 
Man. man, the Farley character like rang for me, like riding the bus. I was like, that's my bus driver. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Shut up in the back, you know? Yeah. That's that's a scary time. That's not a good yeah. Yeah. Um they were all moody. Every bus driver that I ever had was just grumpy as heck. Well, bro, they're they're driving a bus full of kids. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's not a, like these are the most hated four hours of my day. Yeah, think about your think about your worst day at work. Best day driving a bus of kids, <laughs> probably. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're driving something and trying not to kill all the people on the bus who are trying to distract you. Yeah, from doing the one thing that you need to do to not kill them. Yeah, minivan with like unlimited rows of children seating in the back. Just being obnoxious and yeah. going crazy and yeah. I would Patience hand out iPads incredible. probably yeah. like at the door. Like here's your iPad. Here's your iPad. Here's your iPad. Yeah, it's so. I mean, I, peace and love to the bus drivers. That's a tough. That's a yeah. tough during right? that yeah. era too. During that era, because well, I'm sure it's so much better today. Kids, well, kids seem to be so much now less. The kids have got the screens. Yeah. They get on the bus and they're too busy texting each right, other. Right, now they have the screens. They, there's all sorts of more horrible things that they know how to say and things that we never even... I mean, bus drivers can't get away with what they got away with back in my day either. What were I bus mean, drivers getting away with? cameras on the bus. Like, Well, they're letting these 30-year-old guys get on the bus with the kids. Another problem. <laughs> bus transportation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure, 28-year-old guy, but by all means, get on my bus of children. Oh, I mean the... The cursing that would occur from my bus driver's mouth, I think I learned more than a few words from from that in elementary school. Yeah. Like, yeah. Expletive, 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 you son of a expletive, you know? Sit the F down. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. It was like this guy was like forgot his Tourette's medication in the morning or something, you know? Yeah. That's, man, I had a completely different experience growing up, man. I'm going to say he had Samuel Jackson as the bus driver. Yeah, absolutely. All these <laughs> M&F and kids on this M&F and bus. Yeah, it's like reading the Samuel <laughs> L. Jackson book. That is a skill that needs to, to happen. Sam That's Jackson a, screaming at young children on a bus. a bus. Yeah, him being a bus driver needs Write to happen. Write it down. Yes. Snakes on, snakes on the bus. Snake, kids on a bus. Um, This concept. Most ridiculous comedy concept? I don't know about most ridiculous. I mean, it's it's pretty ridiculous. The the toy with Richard Pryor's probably. Oh, I love the toy. Hey, I, I thought it was a phenomenal. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna pay this middle aged black man to hang out with my kid because my kid picked him out and won, and told me to buy him. Yeah, as that that's a tough one. That, uh, I thought the scripting of that it was fantastic. The idea of the the script of that was. Targeted exactly the storyline that it needed to target. You know, just the frivolous, frivolousness in which certain people, you, you know, life, entitlement. Now, Billy Madison, I think the ridiculous lo- ridiculousness level is pretty high, but it stays ridiculous in how they started off Billy's character and then how they resolve it. <laughs> the... the End scene where they have to go through like the triathlon of high school activities was it was a ridiculous resolution to the movie. So I thought it was ridiculous, but it maintained its ridiculousness. They didn't try to they they commit over. to the bit. They commit That's to the bit. Right. Like yeah. there's no one in the world that says 
that brings up the really valid questions that I've brought up, I believe, in this episode. Yeah, sure. But no one, no, no one in this universe says, wait, what are we talking about? Like, yeah, if you can maintain it, if you can maintain that state of reality, then yeah. I guess that's the only way this movie works, right? I mean, there's, you, you pull one thread in the Billy Madison sweater and the whole thing comes undone. Oh, yeah. Well, you brought up, you know, a 30 year old guy yeah. in school. Just like Weezer. Just like Weezer. Just like Weezer. Yeah. Oh, God. She's that, that out. What if is you that? want to destroy my sweater. Oh, this. Okay. Pull this string as I walk away. Well, you guys. Oh. As yeah. I walk away. Yeah. Watch me unravel. You, you, you segued too fast from movies to music. Lying on the floor. Yeah. Lying on the floor. I was like, I don't, I didn't remember a movie undone. called Lying on the floor. Yeah. I've come undone. Pinkerton, by the way, crazy underrated album. Oh, it's a great album. Absolutely. Stupid underrated. Probably was listening to. Did a lot you of watch that on your uh, little three-inch screen in 1995? No, Jody, I did not. <laughs> when did it come out? About this time. Yeah. iPod was like what 98, 99. Was it the first one? I wasn't a rich kid. I didn't have that. I was using the. Well, I wasn't a rich kid. <laughs> I no, was, but I, I thought but you I had inherited it. But I remember. I remember. I, but we had access to the news. Like I mean, and like, hey, here's a new t- thing. Like, I actually had one of those. Uh, uh, Discmans, I think, at the time. Yeah. Where it was supposed to not skip, but every time you take a step, it was skip. skipping. I had one of those, like, the anti-skip I had one of the yellow ones that you could, like, <clears throat> shake. The, I had the, the yellow one, too, but it would still skip. It. Yeah. Yeah. I would try to jog with it, and it was like listening to the same 10 seconds of song over and over and over again. What song was that you were listening to back in 95? What were you listening to in 95? What was my, what was my jam back in 95? I had a... I was into CNC Music Factory. Wow, 95. So yeah. everyone else was like, I'm over this in 91. But you're <laughs> like, no, wait, you should hear the new stuff. <laughs> well, okay, so my first, uh, just to give you a little context, my first uh, tape was California Raisins. That's strong. Followed quickly by um, Phil Collins, but seriously. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that pick either. Yeah, and I just held on to those for Years that was like, yeah. <laughs> so, when did my, you pick up the Alvin and the Chipmunks album? I did not do the Alvin and the Chipmunks, but it, it had a little. I liked, I liked Alvin and the Chipmunks. I think my first CD was the Simpsons CD, Simpsons Sing the Blues. I got that, at, it was a mm. Christmas. Did you it do was the, like, did you do the rock jams? Remember the rock jam? Oh, the compilation ones, yeah, yeah, like the. More recently, I guess it's now that's what I call music. Like it's it's on now that's what I call music like 172 twice removed at this point. But I think it was like mid to late 90s when that started too. Yeah. Record. I'm still loving a world where it's like 95 and you were like, no, you guys are wrong. CNC Music Factory is incredible. <laughs> Dance now. Well, it was, I know. He came out of his house in the woods four years later and picked up the first yeah, disc he I mean, saw. Think I mean, about the journey I was on. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's in the woods. Yes. Like, his Disman was actually a record player that he was shaking. It <laughs> yeah. It, it's yellow. I don't know why it's not working. As a needle, like, scratches up. Yeah. If you're, in a, if you're living the Billy Madison storyline. Yeah. And you get to the triathlon stage, what event do you excel at? What are my options again? Freedom Cats podcast is brought to you by Hoplore Brewing with two locations in the historic Leesburg Mill and the new location on Market Street. 
We brew with innovation. They had they had the uh, track and field. What were they doing at track and field? Running and throwing things. Running and throwing things. They got the debate, which is you know the kind of scene everybody knows about because it's sure. hilarious. What else did they have? Did they have a uh, science? They had the science part. There was a test, right? And one of them was a test. One of the three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like trivia, or like the, the the trivia or the debate. I guess is like. I think you could do. Yeah, I think you definitely do good. On I feel it. Like, yeah. 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 Stefan, I'm debate for sure. I don't know. I'd probably fare as well as Benny, Billy Madison did in yeah. the debate, except for the part where he blacks out. Right. I. I. Yeah, I think you're 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 track and field. I mean, you're probably holding, track you're, and field. Yeah. Like we're a team of three. We need you to do the that one. Yeah. Am I remembering correctly? Part of the track and field was like a sack race. I don't remember that. Do you remember that? See, because I'm I'm having an issue where I've, am I am I mixing old school and Billy Madison? Oh, because you just said he blacked out, and didn't Frank black out? Like give an incredible answer, and it's like I blacked out. Yeah, I thought Billy Madison blacked out too, didn't he? <sighs> See, this is where we should, we should watch probably the watch the movies yeah, we talk about. We, hey, we hey, about hey Brian, write this down in the notes, would you? Watch the movie before we talk about the movie. You got? Yep, I got it. That's Unlike you, Tommy Boy, yeah. I don't watch Billy Madison religiously. I had seen it the requisite number of times that somebody who's a fan. I mean, it's of it's also very watches. quotable. I mean, we all remember the quotes from it, but I remember like two lines, two quotes. Yeah. There's a sweetness to Tommy Boy that Billy Madison doesn't have. This is true. There's nothing overly redeemable about Billy. Well, this is this is where the watching the two class clowns come in and present their book reports becomes interesting because Adam Sandler obviously came out first with Billy Madison and it was a it was a ridiculous storyline, but it was entertaining. You know. Totally relatable and entertaining. Uh, the yeah, totally related. No, yeah. yeah, he's a man of the people, Billy. I mean, if I had a nickel for every story I heard about a hotel magnate, right, thirty-year-old hotel magnate going back chasing to, imaginary penguins, yeah, going back to a kid's school, yeah, to reclaim his father's company and turn into Batman. Yeah. I mean, I would have, you know, some nickels. So the Tommy Boy, however, <laughs> the Tommy Boy story isn't ridiculous. It's ridiculous in the character standpoint. Tommy Boy is one of those people you would see walking around being like, that is a fat, entitled person whose, you know, most redeemable quality is he's approachable. And then you can follow his journey into becoming a competent, powerful person. And so for me, it's actually Adam Sandler's the kid in class who really didn't do the work. He just he's shooting for cheap laughs. Tommy or Chris Farley is the guy who did the work. Is just naturally comedic. Him and it, he's smart enough to pair himself with David Spade, and the storyline has got more substance to it. It doesn't start or resolve itself ri- ridiculously. It starts and re- resolves itself pretty smartly. I think we all had those class clowns, the the juxtaposition of class clowns. Like you had the class clowns that got good grades. And so they just didn't really get in trouble for what they did. Then you had the class clowns that just didn't give a rip. 
and they were at the principal's office every day, you know, smoking a cigarette on the, uh, yes. on the front of their Trans Am and uh, just didn't care at all. Exactly. So yeah. These two. Totally right. Yeah. yeah. So what is the fundamental? It's like, so what I'm interested in this, are, are Tommy and Billy, what's different about those two? Cause they're both, come from a place of privilege, right? They're both looking to inherit companies that they had nothing, no part. I mean, Tommy worked the docks or whatever, you know, in the summers. He worked, I don't think Billy was doing much of much of anything. What's the core difference? What makes Tommy a, I just see Tommy's a more likable character. Like I, I'm, yeah. I am, at no point am I, I don't think I'm cheering for Billy. I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying how ridiculous the th- the concept is. I mean, I, I love the lines and the quotes and everything. But at no point am I like, man, I really hope Billy gets this thing because he's such a likable guy. Like, what what's that difference between? Whereas in Tommy Boy, I'm cheering for Tommy. Like, I, I want Tommy. I want yeah. Tommy. To, I want when when he gets those when he gets that order. Yeah. Well, you know, there's. Tommy sold 500,000 brake pads and you're yeah. screaming a lot. Lewis is the, going nuts. Lewis every, is going, everybody's yeah. going nuts. Yeah. There's not that movie. There's not that piece in Billy Madison. Why? I, I got to say, because Billy Madison at a, at the core is a strictly self-centered character. Like is Tommy he, cared he, about he, the people at his company. Like as a character though, as a writer, <laughs> uh, as a character being written, he's an underdeveloped character. They started off with him just having a, a meaningless existence at a pool. So you have no backstory. You have no context. It's an entitled mm-hmm. character who's just trying to maintain his entitledness. The Tommy Boy character, you get the entire backstory. You get his love with his father, his, the trauma with his mom dying, and this whole, like, them trying to... There's an empathy that he has that Billy tr- doesn't. Billy's not doing this because they're going to close down... 50 hotels nationwide and 30,000 people are going to lose their jobs. Billy's doing this because he doesn't get to sit by the pool looking at nudie magazines anymore. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Tommy, Tommy enjoys his lifestyle. I mean, you don't go to college for seven years and not have a good time Um, without being a doctor, I guess. I don't think they enjoy that too much, but they're called um, doctors. They're called doctors. That's right. But Tommy, it's all about who Tommy has that empathy that Billy does not. Right. Yeah, you have his attachment to his family. You have attachment to the town and the people he related to at the business itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know why? Grew up in the Midwest. I said it. Whoa. Billy's a cultural coastal elite. I'm not saying Tommy. Yep. Right here in the breadbasket. I'm just I'm just saying Tommy, Sandusky, Ohio. Billy, LA. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. else there is to say about it. I mean, I didn't say that. Chris said it. I just. Oh, I said it. Chris said it. Did, did, was there parts in Tommy Boy, we were venturing off from Billy Madison, but was there parts in Tommy Boy where he called everybody guys? Like, that's a totally Midwest thing. Hey, guys. You know, regardless of gender, people just say, hey, guys. Yeah. Did he say that in the movie? Oh, I'm, I mean, that's Midwest. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say no, just to go along with what you're yeah. No, not at no. all. Not at all. Uh, Billy Madison. Are we really are we ready to add Billy Madison to as an official Freedom Cats book club selection? It's a good movie from a uh, mind candy standpoint. You're not going to get any nutrients from it. You're not going to walk away learning anything about yourself. 
it's entertaining for the time that you watch it. I'd say we've got to make sure we set that bar high enough that not everything is included in the Freedom Cats stamp of approval. I'm going to go with no. If you bring in Wedding Singer or you bring in Happy Gilmore, books, it, the, the, text, conversation. the text has to stand on its own. Has to stand on its own. I'm going to say, Adam Sandler, next time, read the book, spend the time, and you'll have a Tommy Boy. Maybe you'll be included. But not this time. Stefan, are you... Are, what do you think? Should this movie be an official book club selection? First off, I have to ask a question. Like, what's our official book club stamp going to look like? Like Oprah's book club? Splotch. Like, this has a stamp a of approval. Flag. It's going to have a flag and a cat. I'm going to go. I'm going to. A cat flag? Uh, yeah, it's going to have, it's going to have a cat and a flag on it. That, I mean, it's part of the brand. I mean, obviously, I mean, um, so yeah, a, a picture of a cat. And a flag. I'm going to say no on this one for no? sure. Yeah, it's a it's a pass the time movie. Like it, this is one that I don't know that I would sit down and watch if I didn't have something else going on at the same time. You know, it's it's a good look away and ha ha ha. And oh, I I get that quote. Uh, it's not like I would cue it up like I would Tommy Boy. Yeah. Um, in a world where Happy Gilmore doesn't exist, I'm a yes vote. But with Happy Gilmore, the next year, basically at its core, strip it down, strip it down to the studs. Very similar, if not the same movie, right? Uh, oh, gotta say, gotta. My life's about to change drastically, so I gotta do. I gotta. I'm, I gotta be a fish out of water, mm -hmm. right? Um, if Happy Gilmore isn't there, isn't sitting there, I'm saying yes to Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore, he did it better a year later with Happy Gilmore, so I am a no vote as well redeemable character in happy gilmore as opposed to this one more of an arc yeah. yeah 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 um happy starts out all he cares about is making that hockey thing nothing else matters that's well, grandma besides grandma they did a good he did a better job of attaching the character to something meaningful yeah yeah if he, if he would have attached you know billy to his dad a little bit more uh things like that uh that and i think Tommy Boy did a good job with that, attaching the two. Um, I think that it would have changed the the movie to a potential stamp of approval. Yeah. So with that said, Tom, sorry, Billy. Happy. I meant. I mean, happy. No, I meant Billy. It is Billy. Billy, maybe you need to go back to school and come back. Maybe then you can be an official selection of the Freedom Cats podcast. Actually, but until then, don't don't go to back to school. It's not appropriate. Yeah, it just doesn't work, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a yeah. little. It's a little. Plus, I just we 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 came out of like people like going to school board meetings, very upset about things. We've seen a lot of it in the last couple of years. Yeah, that was. We've seen be a lot the, of. That was going to be my next question. If it wasn't Katanji Brown, it was going to be whatever the Loudon school thing. I thought maybe you were trying to tie it to. I'm just saying we've seen a lot of really upset parents at school boards. Yeah, I I've got to imagine Billy Madison hanging out with the kiddos. What if he identified as a Third grader. I oh, think he did. Man, I don't think I'm still I'm showing up. <laughs> Depends on where the school board is is occurring. What school board is okay with that in your mind? It has a lot to do with the location and the demographics of said location. You're, asking that you're in the wrong location to be asking that. You're in the Midwest. Let's do Freedom Cats LA and then we can have this conversation again. Billy, yeah. If yeah, if Billy's a, an orthopedic 
heir apparent. He's not going to Warsaw Community Schools. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. 2012, 30-year-old man in Kosciuszko County goes back to high school for 30 days. Stop. Just blew my really? mind. Really? Yeah. My mind just got blown. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Tell that story. Wait, what? 2012, a 30-year-old man in Kosciuszko County goes back to high school for 30 days to reconnect with what it was like to be a teenager. The guy was a youth pastor in our community. Got, a, got permission from the superintendent, went back to school for 30 days, blogged about it, reported about it. This is what it was like now to be a, a teen in our local high school. Wow. Huh. Billy Madison, too? Right. <laughs> Once again, producer Brian off the top robe, clotheslining my, 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 like, with, the, with the truth. So what I want to know is how did he do in the triathlon at the end of his 30 days? Right. Did he, did he get the church at the end? Like, he, he complained a lot about gym class and homework. Okay. But yeah, there was no massive triathlon at the end of his 30-day uh, stint in high school. Then did it really happen? I, I guess not. Yeah. I don't know. So, is there a Bridget Wilson? <laughs> well, my question is, is this a, a whole genre of um, of movies now? The, think back. Who was the first one to do the back to high school thing? Rodney Dangerfield. Well, it's college, but. Back yeah. to school. And then uh, I just hosted trivia last night. I, I trivia host and I also. Where, where is this? Where, where would you be doing this? Uh, hot floor in, in Leesburg. Yeah. Have you heard of this? Yeah. Been there. We have a great time, by the way. I have a soundboard and everything. So I'm like making sounds, joking with people, uh, pitching the Freedom Cats podcast in and the breaks. And your Reuben. No, I didn't have the Reuben. I got, I got in trouble one time. So we, I got in trouble he's, one time. He's got me on this emotional roller coaster. I need to know if he's actually got the best Reuben in town. Probably got to check it out. All right. Got in trouble one time at the Leesburg Hoplor trivia night. I went to Hoplor in Leesburg to meet some friends, unaware that trivia night was going on. But I'm kind of a trivia night. I like me a good trivia night. Yeah. So as I was hanging out, so trivia night is happening it, you know, behind the ropes. He's got it sectioned off. Trivia folks are over here. Rest of you over here, mind your business, right? Well, answers would come up, and I'd know them, and I would just I would say the answer. <laughs> Just as a, a muscle response. But I wouldn't like, it wasn't like, you know, Roger Moore. It wasn't like that. It was more like, I'm just sitting like, Roger Moore. The guy next to me is like, oh, it's Roger Moore, Roger Moore. And another question would come up, you know, it's a West Side Story. It's West Side Story, West Side Story. Suddenly I realized the guy's doing it. But then I'm like, all right, I'm on this guy. And now it's a team effort. So I like, and then finally got called out. Like, hey, this guy's helping. And I'm like, I'm. And that was, oh, I would have loved that because I love roasting people. That is one of my favorite parts. Yeah. Like part of what you're paid for as a, as a uh, trivia host is to entertain in, in addition to ask the question. So I take that part of my role extremely seriously. Um, speaking of the trivia last night, the question was a 46 year old person goes back to high school, Stephen Colbert in the series. Called strangers, oh, with strangers with Candy. Strangers with Candy. Yeah. So this is where that whole yes. that whole genre of going back to school. When was that? Comes. When did Strangers with Candy? Uh, I believe it was 2012. Oh, mids. 2011, I mean, 2012. If I remember from the question. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's there uh, Freak Freaky Friday. Does that fall under this genre? I would say so. Yeah. 
because there's a lot of those movies in the eighties. The uh, yeah, we both were, swap. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Parent and child. That yeah. was a vibrant. I watched a lot. Like there was one with Dudley Moore and Kirk Cameron where they okay. both grabbed a African Hot. idol yeah. Yeah. and yeah, swapped. Idol. Right. Yep. yep. Uh, Fred Savage was in one, if I remember correctly. Uh, oh, the Hames, Corey Hame and was uh, uh, no the the, the Corys. Yeah, the cor- Dream a Little Dream. That one. That was another one. Just one of the guys, a girl, dresses up like a guy and goes to high school. A lot of these. Oh, movies. yeah. Yeah. Was that Amanda Bynes? No. The original was, I don't even remember the girl. Who was the girl? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The original's like in the 80s. Amanda Bynes, I, I, I know what you're. Um, it's another one. Uh, yeah. Same, same concept. The, the someone going to school at an inappropriate age is, a, is, a, is a, just a strong genre. And I think this this film is definitely in the canon, just not ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I I'd say the the original plot hole that you identified is a good one. The whole thing kind of just falls apart. It does, but it it maintains its level of ridiculousness. I mean, I think I need to see. I need I need a scene where give me one parent just saying, "Hey, excuse me, quick question." You know, and then, he, you know, maybe Norm MacDonald kicks him in the nuts or something. And we move on. Like, then, you know, at least I just need one parent just to say, excuse me, a quick question about the uh, the grown man taking a nap next to my daughter during kindergarten. I feel like I really just took the fun out of this movie yeah. completely. Like I'm, yeah. Apparently, parents aren't that concerned about that, stay, being that Brian mentioned about the adult in high school for 30 days. Which wasn't movie was an actual thing. They are concerned about history that kids are learning in school or not learning in school. It's very important. Oh, you're saying it was an undercover operation to get context of the content. Possibly. You never know. To the kids. That's that's something. We're we're looking past the veil here. We're we're making it <laughs> we're we're gonna make hey, it a group hey, effort. Yeah, you, you haven't told us what hey, this movie's really about. Hey, Daily Wire, here's an idea for you. Do a twenty one jump street, but instead of trying to figure out who's selling the drugs, try to find out if they're teaching CRT in the courses. Yes, yes. Oh, I like it. Ben Shapiro, Jeremy Boring, turn on those listeners. Call us. We have. We're hey, ready we've to got go. movie concept right here. Let's make the calls. I mean, between adding George Clinton to the closing scene of all these dramatic Every movies movie. and this, I, we should be getting phone calls nonstop. Yeah. Look for uh, Freedom Cats movie productions coming soon. <laughs> all right. With that, I think that closes up. We, we brought this up as sort of a companion piece to Tommy Boy. Very yeah. similar bones, these two movies, but I think we can all agree Tommy Boy. You know, it, it was the it was the twin that got all the nutrients and the you know and the love, and this is sort of like the you know deformed sort of runt. This of is the, the Danny DeVito. This is Danny DeVito. Yeah. Tommy Boy is Arnold Schwarzenegger in this twin pairing. Agreed. 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 All right. Well, thank you for listening to this very special episode of the Freedom Cats Book Club podcast. Again, I'm Chris Plack. With me, Stephen King. Jody Claypool. And our man in the chair, producer Brian. Thank you very much. Have a great day. <laughs>